This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Divine Power Podcast, where we discuss the power of healing, spirituality, and becoming boundless. My name is Hannah Horn, and I am so grateful to connect with you beyond what is physical. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. How are all of you? If you cannot hear, and if you have not already been able to tell, this is so exciting for me. I bought myself a microphone and a headset, and I am so happy and I'm so thrilled because I was recording from my phone for seven to eight months, and I know it's not like that big of an issue, but I have this envisionment of what I want my content to sound and look like and it's such a struggle (laughs) hearing it be so low quality and I'm like ah fuck if you really can't tell the difference then actually that might be a good thing for me but on my end hearing myself talk is so much better I do want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart this is not me just saying this this is me actually truly being grateful and appreciative for all of you listening and tuning in and supporting me. I also want to thank you for tuning in on Anchor and tuning in on Spotify and posting it on your Instagram or DMing me and messaging me about things that are going on in your life and how you were able to connect and resonate with anything that I said and use some of the tools or my own story times and lessons to help you feel not so alone in this world. It truly, 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 from the bottom of my heart, you have no idea how much it means to me. I am so grateful for you and I just, I, there are no words for it. I can say thank you and thank you on and on and on again. But if you do want to reach out on Instagram at Hannah dot horn h-a-n-n-a-h i do have an h at the end of my name it is spelled the same way front as it is back so at hannah dot horn you heard it h-o-r-n there's no e no nothing just h-o-r-n i one day want to change my branding to just hannah grace because i like it way better i don't love horn it isn't my favorite but it is what it is for now it is who I am and I cannot get mad about it. My mom's maiden name, her last name is Garcia. So I sometimes wish that my name was Hannah Garcia, but it's Hannah Horn. (laughs) It goes from being super Hispanic to like super white in a matter of seconds. And also I had somebody that I think I went to high school with or he was friends with people that I went to high school with messaged me on Instagram and say that he's been listening for the past couple of months. He actually started his own podcast. Don't remember when. I think it was around like May. And he asked if we could collab and I was so down for that. But I would love for all of you to go listen to the Age of Spirit podcast. Is It's just so unique and it's so on its own and he's just so himself. But he was saying something along the lines of no matter what I speak about, regardless if it's a banger, as he put it, 
people are here to hear me and my personality and my authentic being and I appreciate it I love it because I truly am this is my complete safe space it is social media in a sense but Instagram and Snapchat it comes off I don't even use TikTok so I I use it literally once a month if that not even on the major platforms that I do use such as Instagram and Snapchat I'll shout out my Snapchat if you want to add me Hannah Horn 111 I wasn't into angel numbers at the time I just literally was born on 111 p.m so 111 has always resonated with me so it's just always something that I've used for usernames and such anyway not important I did delete social media for we're going on two weeks this week I re-downloaded it a couple days ago off to post on my finsta I've got like 35 followers on there I really try to keep it low-key because I just wanted to I don't want a bunch of people that I barely know to follow me it's just people that know me personally nothing crazy I just post memorabilia posts and mental health posts and whatnot just stupid shit you know that's what a finsta is for but I just posted on there real quick and caught up with some of my DMs, hence why I'm shouting out Age of Spirit podcast. And then I deleted it because I do want to talk about that for a little bit, how much growth I've gone through in terms of my mental health and loving myself and transforming my being even more than I thought I could. And that's why I'm really excited for these moments to unfold and these years to unfold and decades to unfold because if I have grown so much in such a short time there's no telling how much growth I'll go through in the years to come you know does that you know what I'm saying like I thought that you know back in March when I was woofing in Texas that was not I didn't I knew that there was room for growth but I didn't realize how much and that's the fun part is you're so unaware of you're so unaware of it that when it does happen, it's like, oh shit, all that stuff that happened to me that seemed like adversity was really to benefit me in the long run, regardless of how extreme or minor it is. Trauma is trauma. Emotions are emotions and you should not compare with somebody else. Your own individual life is yours, even though you are in connection with all that is and all the life on this planet, you are still your own individual and that's something again, that I would like to talk about is being authentically you and not living through other people. And I think it's so easy on social media to live through others. It's so easy to want to replicate their lifestyle or because social media, oh gosh, I'm not saying everyone, but social media, even myself, those are the highlights of my life. You don't see me when I'm crying my eyes out on my bed because my body made me upset or because I want to have a relationship with someone that doesn't even want to speak to me like the littlest of simple shit or tuning into too much world news and world crisis on things that I can't control and I can't fix you don't see me when I'm at my lowest of my lows and having an anxiety attack or having social anxiety or feeling like I'm in in penetral doom because my mindset is all fucked and I can't seem to drop back into the present moment 
And I found that that was happening a lot more when I was working so much. And now that I'm not working, not even nearly as much, I do my side hustle. I also do my podcast and I recently got into stocks, which is super exciting, but I'm not going to sit here and talk about stocks because I have a lot to fucking learn and we will get to that when we get to that. I'm still learning. I am literally naive. Do not fucking (laughs) don't come for me, please. (laughs) just don't come for me I will learn what I need to learn and this is my experience and my journey and yours is yours and don't bash me for not being completely knowledgeable in that I just got into it I just had a calling to and here I am so what was I talking about for a second ago oh yeah social media so I did delete it and I've noticed how much more present I am because actually weirdly enough i was watching a video with my boyfriend about (laughs) what happens to you he actually clicked on it is what happens to your brain when this is somebody who is addicted to when you stop watching pornography and because pornography is instant gratification and supposedly over time by watching pornography something develops in the brain that becomes addicted to the dopamine that is received from watching pornography and when you take that away when you take away the addictive chemical away the brain becomes more anxiety driven or depressed is just cool because that goes for social media as well and that goes for food and tv shows and just instant gratification was the overall subject uh when you use instant gratification to cope with your life so quickly like if some shit goes down and you don't want to deal with it or address it or feel it and you automatically go to mindlessly scrolling on instagram or watching a ton of snapchat stories or mindlessly scrolling on tiktok if you use tiktok or drowning yourself in hours of mindless youtube videos you lose the ability to have long-term focus like it's harder to read books it's harder to study it's harder to learn I don't know the exact science behind it but I do know that is the generalization so I wanted to do my own little science experiment on myself because I did get a new book guys the book that I was talking about came in I'm so excited I've read like 40 pages it's just because he is so articulate and so intelligent that sometimes I'll read a page, I don't know if anybody else is like this, but I'll read a page and I'll be like, oh shit, I just read that and I didn't download literally anything. I just read it for face value and I want to actually educate myself. But it is called, and I do recommend it, The Universe in a Single Atom, The Convergence of Science and Spirituality. And it is from the telling of the 14th Dalai Lama. So I'm really getting into Tibetan culture and Buddhism and Hinduism and just learning all about different religions and different perspectives and keeping myself diverse so my ego isn't so fucking attacked when something outside of my own belief systems tries to crack it just a little bit, which I think is okay. It's okay to look at everybody else's different perspectives and understand that nobody truly knows it's just a generalization it's more about what resonates with you what makes you feel safe so a little side tangent something that i had to understand and really accept is that the bible makes my mom feel safe and somewhat in control of her ideology of god but we were talking about a certain thing and I was like, how can this person go to hell for being born this way? 
she goes you know i don't understand it i don't agree with it but it's a sin and it's up to them to come to god my mom is a wonderful woman by the way i just believe that you know i had to accept that she has her own beliefs and i have my own beliefs and just as much as it upsets her to hear what i have to say sometimes it does upset me what she has to say but we still love each other because at the end of the day love is more important than any of those fucking opinions and judgments that you might have so she (laughs) it was it was quite interesting but she was just like it's up to them to come to god because you are born with all this sin and god is the only one that can take away all your sin in order for you to go to heaven and if you don't believe in jesus then you're not going to heaven. i was like what are you saying (laughs) i was like how do you know this for fact she's like because it's in the bible I'm like, but how do you know the Bible is facts? She goes, because it's the word of God. I was like, no, it's the word of man. Men wrote that. God didn't sit down and write that. Yes, God is living through all of us. And she's like, stop. No, he isn't. Jesus is the only one that God is the human form of. I was like, no, uh, no. (laughs) If reincarnation and karma were obliterated from the Bible for the sake of totalitarianism and capitalism, then what's to say what else wasn't removed or what else wasn't changed or what else wasn't manipulated? I'm also not saying that I'm right. It's just my ideology and it's okay to have your own beliefs and your own opinions and not to belittle yourself or get down on yourself because you don't agree with somebody else or they don't agree with you. I don't know. It was just an interesting conversation hearing her point of view and my point of view and I'm just like, In my personal opinion, I really could be wrong. Humans are one of the most evolved species. Like, dolphins are out of their mind intelligent. And pigs are more intelligent than they seem to the human eye. But when I would try to tell her, like, humans are animals. So if other species are born with these conditions in their brain to make them see the world in a certain way, whether that's their sexuality or their survival instincts... What differentiates us? What makes that a choice for us? I'm generalizing here, guys. I think you know where I'm getting at, but why is it a choice for us and not a choice for them? If it's science and it's right in front of your face, and that's what this book about the universe in a single atom by the Dalai Lama is talking about is Buddhism is such a beautiful thing because in Buddha himself, I actually want to look at the exact page, but Buddha himself said that Just because I say this, and this is my experience, you cannot, what's the word? You cannot disregard the truths of science. You cannot, you have to experience it yourself in order to understand. You can't just go off me. You can't idolize me. Okay, cool. I found it. It is on page 24, I think in the second chapter. But it says, the Buddha advises that people should test the truth of what he has said through reasoned examination and personal experiment. Therefore, when it comes to validating the truth of a claim, Buddhism accords greatest authority to experience, with reason, second, and scripture, last. I'll say that again. Therefore, when it comes to validating the truth of a claim, Buddhism accords greatest authority to experience with reason second and scripture last. The great masters of Nalanda school of Indian Buddhism, from which Tibetan Buddhism sprang, continued to apply the spirit of the Buddha's advice in their rigorous and critical examination of Buddha's own teachings. It's a way of just accepting that not even 
the people that have been idolized and put on a, a pedestal as Buddha himself, they don't even understand entirely. It's just their own experiences that they're sharing, kind of like what I'm doing now to a much lesser degree. But I like to make this content not to preach, not to be a guru for anyone, but to share my own life experiences in an attempt to help you connect or resonate or feel more safe. That's all that I want. So I slept in a little bit later today than I wanted to, but that's okay because I had this expectation of getting up super early and recording, but that, that's all right. That just it didn't happen that way. My body needed sleep. So I slept in and then... I, you know, got through the motions. My body's always really, like, tight in the morning and really sore. I don't know if anyone else is the same. I'm, like, in my mind, I'm, like, there's no way I could work out right now when I wake up sometimes because I'm, like, my body's so achy. And then once I start moving, I feel much better. I had my mante, and then I went outside, and I did my yoga practice. Like I said, my yoga practice is changing so much. And then I did my meditation, and sometimes my meditation is very breath or pranayama driven, but sometimes it's more affirmation driven, sometimes it's a blend, and sometimes it's prayer driven, and today it was very prayer driven. I was just expressing to God how grateful I am to be able to live this life, but these melancholy feelings it's okay to sit down and just allow yourself to cry and feel and truly think not create false stories in your head of what is happening but see it for what it is and allow yourself to feel but but with the suffering also comes responsibility which is something that i also want to talk about today is you need to take responsibility for moving forward in your life and not letting these adversities weigh you down and control your mindset i know it's easier said than done and that's why i say sometimes i feel really guilty sitting here and talking to you about being more more positive or taking more positive uh, steps in your life yes my parents are divorced yes i've dealt with getting kicked out of the house yes i've dealt with eating disorders yes I've dealt with depression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts but but I do recognize that some people have it worse and it's this complex vast world of me not knowing how much advice I should come off and give some people have it better than me and some people don't and I think it's wrong I personally think it's wrong to compare your lives to others And so that's why I just want to put a disclaimer out here that this is my truth and my story and these are the lessons that I've learned and if I can help you in any way, I'm going to do so because that's all I've ever wanted and I do love documenting these moments in my life so I can always look back on them and possibly grow from them even more so and like I said in the last episode, cringe a little bit but still love this version of myself and as crazy as it all might be and as much as my mind is truthfully going all over the place right now I just want you to know that I am aware I am so aware that you might be going through things in your life that I have no idea how I would respond or how I would deal with it but from an overall standpoint you do have the power you are a limitless being I'm not saying you can go just fly whenever you want. That goes against physiology. I'm saying mindset-wise. 
you do have the power to rewire your mind. You do have the power to pull yourself out of those states. It's a touchy subject. It really is. I'm extremely aware of that. And there's almost only so much advice I can give because I one time went to a doctor and they tried to put me on antidepressants and I didn't want to. I would have rather dealt with my depression at the time than be put on medication and let my mind get altered by these substances that that big pharma, you know, tries to brainwash us or utilize us and dumb us down even more so we have to keep going back for more pills and more pills and more pills and so on and it becomes a cycle of money and greed and suffering money and greed and suffering and so on so on so on so yeah i just i wanted to put a little disclaimer out there that i i do apologize if you feel attacked in any way in that sense but this is truthfully my life, my story, and my lessons, and I'm here just documenting it because I'm grateful to be living in a world where I can do so with social media and with podcasting and content in general. I, Although it can be hard to decipher between, and the balance is always necessary, but it can be hard to decipher between not only living in the social media world but creating boundaries from what doesn't serve you and i can go a little bit of a rant on that i've been really really good about the content and the media that i consume it can be really easy to get caught up in dark media and fear-based media that there are both positive and negatives happening within the world all the time but it is much easier for you to be controlled when you are in fear This is balance. As horrific as one situation may be, there is a miracle in another. It is healthy to be aware of both. And I think that's why news channels and media channels tend to push more negative content because yes, it is good to be aware of the horrible, horrific things that are going on in this world. But I think they do it because it's so much easier to control you when you're alone and when you're in a state of fear and when you are confined to your home and when or when you're confined to your room and you feel like you can't go out and live again tricky subject I'm not sitting here to I'm literally not going to sit here and preach about that because I I'm just appreciative of you hearing me out and trying to get different perspectives from different people in your life because it keeps you well diverse and not attached to one identity or one belief and it's the same thing with religion and so on so one of some of the things that i did talk about oh actually before i get into this because i was just about to talk about um instant gratification how i've been really careful with it hence why i deleted social media i've actually noticed it's so much easier so much easier try not to like clap or anything into the mic but so much easier to read (laughs) deleting social media because i have noticed even with social media deleted my brain it's so crazy i i wish i knew all the science behind it but when i don't want to deal with something i'll go to my phone even as simple as you know getting in a little bit of a disagreement with someone instead of sitting with the emotion which again i've gotten much better but you know sometimes we're humans i'll go onto my phone and i'll be looking for Instagram and I'm like oh yeah I deleted it (laughs) and then I'll kind of snap myself back in the present moment and then it reminds me that I need to sit down and feel and so I'll take a couple of deep breaths 
and remind myself that these narratives and these stories that start to come into my head of something that never even happened, just a little bit of confrontation can take up your mind so much because it can create all these different paths and scenarios that never even happen. Your brain does not know the difference between the physical reality and the mental reality that you're creating in your mind. It's still the same emotion. It's a fight or flight sort of thing. So I'll just give a little example. Say I got in a fight with, I don't know, say my mom. Me and my mom, I I talk about my mom like we fight all the time. My mom is my best friend. I fucking love my mom and I love that she has her own ideologies and I have mine and we're able to love each other regardless. Anyway, let's say I get in a little fight with my mom. Just a stupid disagreement nonetheless. And I go up in my room because we're done arguing or done discussing or done debating, whatever you want to call it. Because we don't yell, but we're done, say we're done debating and... I come in my room and I sit down and instead of feeling the emotion, I start thinking to myself, oh, my mom doesn't love me. Oh, my mom doesn't care about me. And in return, my body will start to feel that because that's what I'm telling myself, even though it's not true. So instead of feeding into it, I acknowledge that it's happening, but I rebuttal it with my own conscious awareness of telling myself, no. My mom loves me. I am abundant in love. I am abundant in joy. I am abundant in all that is for me. And it's just such a release of not letting these false narratives control my mindset and control my life. It is, it's bliss. It's peace. It's bliss. That's all, <laughs> that's all I have to say. Just such a little safe space. And I, I could go on and on about it. I just, again, I've gotten really good about my focus I I I noticed that because I'm not spending nearly as much time on social media even though it really wasn't that bad in comparison to what it used to be it still was bad to the point that I would like I hated it I, I I do love to engage in other people's content don't get me wrong but I don't like living through other people and comparing myself and I just have that tendency unfortunately And I just hated watching myself from an outward perspective mindlessly scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll because I would deep down I wanted to journal but that takes more uncomfortability and more growth and it's so much easier to just sit down and watch something or scroll and scroll and scroll. You have to understand how your physiology works and how the brain works aside from just the consciousness you have to understand the science behind the brain and that's why over time I will begin to learn the psychology behind it but your subconscious downloads everything that you watch listen to and see and interact with whether you like it or not that is the honest truth it is downloading it and I know that it sucks trust me (laughs) it sucks But even when I would listen to some of those songs, I, even though momentarily I didn't feel as if they were affecting me, they were. I would have more depressing thoughts, more negative thoughts. My mind wasn't as clear or as blissful. And so I, so I pay attention. I try, if I am going to go on YouTube, not to say I don't indulge, I like myself a little bit of comedic relief there's nothing wrong like me and my dad were saying your instant gratification should be seen as a treat and a snack it should be seen as last 
to all the responsibilities that you have to take in your life, whether that's as simple as journaling or meditating or having a yoga practice or exercising or communicating your boundaries or doing your work or your homework or studying the the YouTube, the Netflix, the whatever, the TV, the news, the phone, the social media, that need you need to start seeing that as a snack. You need to start seeing that as a treat. It's something that does not need to be prioritized, but still be aware of the effect that it's having on you. I'm not sitting here and trying to tell you how to live your life, which I guess it comes off like that. But I'm just letting you know that taking that shit out of my life has just in a couple of weeks benefited me immensely I am able to actually I noticed when I first started reading my books how minimal my focus was and now I am able to actually dive deep into these books and I get it it's annoying and it's easy to roll your eyes at but it's one of those things that and this goes for absolutely anything is what I was talking about earlier about how I feel guilty is you don't know until you've experienced it. I can't, I can sit here and talk to you about it, but you won't ever know until you experience it. And I can't remember if it's 21 days or 66 days, but it takes a certain amount of days to build a habit. And with the things, you know what, I'm actually going to shout them out real quick on the Age of Spirit podcast. This is something that I'm aware of, but hearing it always feels good, is it's so much harder to grow when you're comfortable. It's so much easier to grow when you're uncomfortable. And although journaling isn't something that's necessarily hard or uncomfortable, sitting down and writing out your emotions or how you're feeling can be extremely uncomfortable. And for some, you know, they just don't want to do it. And I get it. I get it. Trust me. But I feel like I live in so much suffering when I don't. I don't know if that's just me being a woman (laughs) and other hormonal things. Also, fun fact, I learned, and this is from somebody else's opinion. I don't literally know the science behind this. I will admit I don't know at all. But falling in love, I guess, maybe it's because of sex, but fucks with your hormones. And... (laughs) And I remember when I first started falling deeply in love is when my skin really started breaking out. And so there's a creator that I really like that I was dealing with this too. She said the same thing is when she falls in love, her skin tends to break out and she thinks it's just a reaction of her hormones. And I was like, oh, okay, well that fucking makes sense. But um, side, again, side tangent, I actually am on some creams and medication right now. My skin does look much better, but I'm also using by recommendation like the actual aloe vera plant on my skin it's been really good for my scars and I overall feel so much better and also I think meditating has really helped with my skin I think it's been more of an internal journey because I try not to use the creams as much as possible and I'm done seeing the dermatologist I just realized that like I this is an internal thing and instead of waking up in the morning and lunging towards the mirror and examining my skin and focusing on the tiny little you know marks and scars or the redness instead I literally look at my skin and I go I love you skin (laughs) I love you 
And as silly as that sounds, that's why I'm saying the mind is such a powerful thing. And I think it's really, if you are majoring in psychology, kudos to you. That, for me, that sounds really exciting. I don't want to be a therapist, but to know about the mind and the science behind it seems so, so, so exciting. Just again on the instant gratification thing, I'm not saying to take it out of your life completely. You know, you want to be able to experience this modern society you know, a little bit, just, but understand that you are so much more than just being sucked into it. Hope that makes any sense, because it's not mind control per se, In in some areas or some people may say, yes, it is mind control, but notice, are you lunging for your phone, are you, or do you want to watch something more Um, scroll because you don't want to deal with being in the present moment and sitting with yourself or are you doing it because you're trying to relax like just be aware of it is what I'm saying and how much you are consuming of it and the music you're consuming as well I recently it comes and goes what kind of music I listen to when I uh, do my yoga but right now I used to listen to not used to and I sparingly listened to them over the years but now I'm getting more back into them when I started my quote-unquote spiritual journey and when I was becoming more aware of just the things that I listen to and consume and how they affect my mindset and my emotions and my being in general I started listening to Palace when I was about 14 years old and I started getting back into them more recently, and I had another listener reach out to me. Hey, you know who you are. And she messaged me about possibly going to Washington, D.C. and seeing them in concert. And I literally, I almost cried. I was like, oh, I've been trying to pray and manifest girlfriends. I want girlfriends so bad. So reach out to me at Hannah.Horn on Instagram if you're trying to be girlfriends because... I'm just trying to find people that vibrate at the same frequency as I do and that look for that want to go hiking in the woods and meditating and practice yoga together and I don't care I don't care what you have to say if you want to laugh at me that's what I like and that's what makes me happy so so be it you know if you want to live in a van if the little shit makes you happy hit me up hit me up anyway I just want soulmates, you know, that are not on a romantic level. I just want friends and good times and being able to chant or do mantras together and meditate together and uplift one another and love one another and not compare each other and lash out on each other. And I was talking to my mom about it, but she, I literally say I was talking to my mom and dad because they truthfully are the only people that I like can have in-depth conversations with more than just surface value anyway I was just talking to her about how embarrassed I was for posting something that I posted and she goes well speak about it you know nobody is perfect and it's okay to address humility and it makes you more relatable it makes me more relatable I guess because I'm still 19 years old I'm still learning I'm still learning not to just attack because I feel a certain way, but to step aside and ask myself, as my Yoga Sutra book has taught me, ask myself how much is my own emotions affecting this affliction? How much is the personal attachment that I have to this situation affecting my decisions and my rationalization of my judgment? 
looking back on it, I have so much peace because although it sucked losing someone that, again, I think I created false stories in my head about, I didn't really lose them because they were never mine. Does that, does that make sense? Nobody is ever really yours, no matter how close you are with them. And I am grateful for that experience because nobody was in the wrong. It was just internalized and perceived differently on both sides. And I can recognize that now and I am grateful. I wouldn't be able to understand that it happened for a reason if it didn't, you know. I hope that makes sense. I'm just accepting the humility and being imperfect and that it's okay. And that I found, not the closure, but I I spoke my last few boundaries and wanted to share love with this person, and so I did. Not hoping to mend anything, because I just didn't want to. It was meant to be left and at that, and we were both supposed to move on our separate ways, and I think that's beautiful that we are both our own individuals I I just find peace in it now. It, it, I struggled with it for so much longer than I think the other person did, unfortunately. I don't know if it's just me that is that way. But I struggled with it for so long, quote-unquote losing someone because of two different perspectives on a situation and the lack of agreement that could be found between the two. I'll just leave it at that. I, I was just... I was just saying that I'm grateful for it. You know, I'm grateful because I know that better is to come, you know. Anyway, I do want to talk about... What did I write down here? So I took a couple notes before I got on to the podcast today. And I just want to go over them and maybe we can dive deep if I feel the need to. But it's based on suffering and society's arbitrary judgment but arbitrary means based on unreason or whim without fact so i'll read over some of the notes and if i feel the need to pause or stop i'll let you know being grouped into society comes with many things that are characterized as suboptimal from others judgment suboptimal means of less than the highest quality or desired quality so that means you come into this world in a society where you are who you are and because of other people's judgment, you feel as if you can't be your own authentic being due to their opinions. That's the best way that I can summarize that. Society can be judgmental. It is out of our control that the will of man has done so. But it is in our control to not only acknowledge it but take responsibility to disempower it from our lives. It is valid to feel some sort of blame or shame for being unwillingly affected by the tyranny of how social structure has modernized. Your lifespan is limited, and suffering both mental and physical is not only a part of being human, but a survival construct to our physiology. To recognize it is to be aware and conscious of the role it plays in your life. So, When I mean suffering, I just mean like, you know, you're a baby, you're a teen, you're an adult, you're an elder, and you die. That's what I mean by suffering is there is physical suffering that you cannot deny. It just comes with age and it comes with being a human being. It comes with this meat suit, you know what I'm saying? 
you have a responsibility for some of your unnecessary suffering. There are things you could be doing to make life better that you ignore with instant gratification. Hence, you know, social media, food, uh, substances, mind-altering substances, sex, the list goes on. It's okay to be frustrated. It's valid to feel all that you do. But it is the honest truth and kick in the ass that it is not okay to not do anything about it. How can you be irritated with controllables in your life that you know you can change? And I'll give, without getting too much into these sensitive subjects, um, for example, say you are unhealthy in the way that you eat or you're not active and it's not, it's really not a matter of body shaming, but you know that your body is sick and you know you're not taking care of it or nourishing it and you're irritated at your own self but as hard as it is to start, you must start. It's a matter of taking responsibility for those actions that led up to that moment. I wish I could think of another example right now. A uh, stupid example. I wanted to truthfully read on a consistent basis and meditate. There we go. Meditate. I wanted to meditate daily for so long. And I had to sit with myself and go, that's your fault you decided not to do that that was your fault you chose to mindlessly scroll you chose to watch a youtube video you chose to eat you chose to do something else because you just didn't want to face the uncomfortability and that was a matter of me taking responsibility for my actions and not blaming anybody else or anything else and just understanding that it is my discipline my self-love and my responsibility to show up for myself so there are three reasons why you suffer. It's inevitable for one. Okay, the one reason. It's inevitable. Your lifespan, your human condition and body, what you cannot control. Two, you're harshly treated by society. Three, your own responsibilities. You can alleviate your suffering by becoming an authentic being, by rejecting the participations of lies, stories you tell yourself due to programming made by society. Hence, I'm not enough if I don't have this car. I'm not enough if I don't have this title. I'm not enough if I don't make this amount of money. I'm not enough if I'm not famous. I'm just making, you know, programming lies that go on and on and on. To take responsibility in action gives you a life of meaning. And I'm sorry if I butcher this word. I try, when I think too much about it, I can't say it, but I'll say it really fast. Totalitarianism. Oh, I said it. I said it is amongst us by ways of propaganda, media, food, racial divide. This is not your fault, nor should you feel guilty for not understanding why or how those egos overpowered the good within. Instant gratification should be seen as a treat. There is nothing wrong with you for wanting to cope easily, but you must admit to yourself what you are doing and still incorporate discipline to give yourself true freedom. A life that allows you to be an authentic being, uncontrolled by capitalism that aims to dumb us down. Psychoanalysts believe that something is wrong for, not, for being born different to the cultural norm, while existentialists see it as, that's just how it is. There is no wrong. You are simply made with purpose to be an authentic being, just like the rest. Existentialists believe in the avoidance of deceit and what the evil wants you to be afraid of, whether that's health money, the future, world crisis, and it's not a matter of 
avoiding it to a sense that it's not there. It's a matter of acknowledging it, but understanding that there are uncontrollables and uncertainties in this world. And trusting in a power beyond yourself liberates you. It liberates your soul, my loves. I know this podcast was a little bit all over the place, and I don't know how long it was. But I am grateful that we got to discuss and be here today because I have gone through insane growth in my life a couple podcasts ago that I also deleted I recorded in my car I was having like an anxious breakdown and I just wanted to sit down and record and it was just so much at one time and I remember I said that I know that all this shit going on in my life uh hence you know for example the air force and why it's taking so long to move forward is happening for a reason and I know that I've had to mature more mentally and learn how to deal with my anxiety better and learn how to cope with programming and afflictions and adversity better so that when I am in the Air Force, I have more power, I have more strength, I have more discipline. And I know that all of this has meant to happen for a reason and this new chapter of my life is insane as every other chapter is. But I'm just so grateful. At the end of the day, I I do love romanticizing my life. I can't wait to make my content. I can't wait to live in a van. (laughs) I can't wait to travel in the mountains. I can't wait to travel in the tropics. I can't wait to travel to temples. I'm not fixated on it, but I do like to have manifestation boards and envision things in my head and allow my body to truly feel what it would feel like if it was experiencing that and manifest it as if it's already happening and that's something you can do right now in this very moment because like I said your brain doesn't know the difference between the physical and mental reality so if you want to envision yourself doing your dream job or your I don't know your dream moment do it allow yourself to feel if as if it's already happening because that's what you crave you crave the emotion and the feeling that you get from it and you can do that right now you don't have to physically have it to feel it you get to feel it you just don't get it physically if that makes sense anyway i know i'm talking on my ass right now (laughs) as i always say thanks for coming along this journey of mine thanks for being here with me but i cannot wait to see you in the next episode and i am off to the gym wish me luck pedophiles and deadlifts um be kind to yourself love yourself and know that hard days are bound to come but affirm to yourself and do this right now one of my favorite affirmations that i've been practicing lately that i cater towards myself which can be generalized is on the inhale on the exhale i am worthy of receiving love exhale i am worthy of receiving joy inhale Exhale, I am worthy of receiving peace. Inhale, exhale, I am worthy of receiving stillness. And affirm to yourself, I can already feel the power that it has over my body. But just affirm to yourself that you are already powerful. It's a matter of tapping in. And thank you for coming to the safe space. You are so loved. You are a miracle and you are a light. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.